And yes, what's up with you? How you doing? Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It is your morning ritual because it's awesome and it's fun. And we have a good time together, don't we? Not you, but you. You. Not me, but you. You, you do. You. Not you, Not but me. you. No. Three you. things I think you need to know. Thanks, Don. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Oh, ho-hum. A Republican is almost stabbed by a crazy Democrat. That's right. A guy running for Republican uh, congressional seat, a Republican candidate, uh, is yelled at, attacked, and uh, a guy, a Democrat, a crazy uh, Hillary Obama Clinton Gore supporter, I've seen the shirts, took out a switchblade. Thank God it malfunctioned. And he was going to stab this guy because he's a Republican. But hey, it's always the Trump supporters that are going to cause violence, right? We'll get into that story. Second thing that I think you need to know a TUSD middle school teacher sends home a homework assignment for the kids to analyze an Ice Cube song about sex, drugs, um, what else? Violence, shooting, cop hating, you name it. Not eating bacon? No, well, yeah, for one day. Driving for around one, his lowrider for one day. For one day, yeah, that's in that. What a what a hell, of, yeah. Red for Ed. You know what? We deserve more money. Now I know teachers are going to say, "Don't let me in with that." No, I am because it's stupid. So we have that, which is uh, <clears throat> which is nice. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know, and there's lots of things, and things may change, but according to the Quinnipiac University poll, the Democrats lead the Republicans, the generic House ballot, by 14 points. Is it real? Is it not real? Can that really be happening? With all the positive economic stuff going on, what the hell can people be thinking? Or is this like 2016 all over again, when just about every poll except for one was wrong? We'll get into that. Three things I think you need to know. Now, even Trump, and I'm mad about this really quick. Trump, uh, I think he's missing the boat uh, with this whole situation where you have the slime balls, Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan saying, hey, Don't say, don't demand wall funding. Don't shut down the government over wall funding. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to screw it up. We have tough races in the Senate. If we will, we'll get the funding. We need more Republicans. Wait, we, that's what we need. Don't you, if you do this, if you demand the wall to be built and the border be secure, uh, you're going to, what are they going to say? You're going to drive up the democratic turnout. Really? Would you drive the Republican turnout? The guy campaigned for two freaking years saying, I'm going to build the wall. And what happened? He won. Why is he taking advice from perennial freaking losers, Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. Why is he taking advice from a perennial uh, loser party, the Republican Party? Why is he doing that? What is going on? I don't like it. You want to talk about getting people to go? I mean, if all of a sudden Trump's like, I'm shutting down the damn government to get this get this going, and I have to, I need more Republicans, but I'm going to shut this down because you want this to happen, wouldn't that make sense, by the way? Wouldn't that make sense to drive out the Republican vote, like to drive it in there? To, let's make it happen. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be good? Granted, I, I, there are other polls that are really amazing, on, and that's generic. So you never know, because all politics are local. There could be some really bad candidates, really good candidates, what people are saying, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, I mean, you look at a place like Virginia. There was a poll that just came out in Virginia where you have Hillary's vice presidential candidate, uh, or nominee, I should say, Tim Kaine, crazy Tim Kaine. Uh, He was a governor of Virginia. Now he's a senator. Hillary said, you're my veep. And that didn't work out too well. But the guy has money. He has name power, name recognition, everything. Getting challenged by a guy named Corey Stewart, who has been against illegal immigration for probably at least 10 years. I mean, I've known about this guy and stuff he's done as a county supervisor out there in Virginia. I just do research. And um, what's amazing is that Corey Stewart 
is only five points behind this guy who has millions in more millions more in funding, better rate name recognition. I mean, for God's sakes, he was going to be the VP of Hillary one. And he's only down five and he's closing the gap. Like that's the thing. So if that's happening, how is I, I just again, it doesn't compute with me. Now, I could be totally wrong. Who the heck knows? Most of the time, as you know, uh, except for Bush in 02 after 9-11, the sit- whoever's in the White House generally loses at least one me- one House of Congress. It doesn't have to be, but you still have these losers influencing Trump. And I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Just stop it. Enough already. We'll never know what's going to happen. Like this whole situation with Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, really Ted Cruz is in a, in a fight against, as you like to say, Beto O'Rourke? Beto? I thought it was Bill. Well, it's actually Rob. Rob. So this guy, I swear to God. I swear to God. So this guy, Beto O'Rourke, is a, is a the Democratic guy challenging Ted Cruz. There's a story in the Washington Free Beacon. Now, all of a sudden, this dude's playing up the Hispanic angle, right? Okay. Remember, his last name is O'Rourke. Do you know what his act? And he's going by Beto. Beto. Do you know what his actual name is? Robert. Robert O'Rourke. Hey, Bobby O'Rourke. You know he's going to be at the freaking Irish pub, right? Um, I mean, I don't understand why uh, why Hispanics have a tan. Well, hang on. I don't. Oh, I don't understand why Hispanics don't say you're appropriating my culture. I mean, if I can't have a freaking quesadilla and a Corona on Cinco de Mayo, why? You know what is going on here? You get mad at me? Again, let me just say, the Irish never get mad when people get drunk on St. Paddy's Day and they're not Irish. So, apparently, ready for this? This guy was the captain of the crew team when he was in college. He went to an Ivy League school. Okay. I believe he went to Yale. I could be. No, Columbia. Columbia. Captain of the crew team at Columbia. Went by Bob then. Funny how that works, right? Yeah. Um. He said Beto is the Hispanic nickname for his given name, Robert. He said that was given to me when I was an infant, and it stuck. My parents called me, have called me Beto from day one, he told CNN. Oh, yeah? After Ted Cruz released an ad attacking his adopted name. Don't you love that with politicians do this stuff? Like this, really? But whatever. Uh, he said it's just kind of a nickname for Robert in El Paso. It just stuck. But apparently it didn't stick when... Bobby O'Rourke, the son of influential and influential El Paso judge, was part of the crew team at Columbia. At least three articles in two different publications show that while he was attending school, he went by the name Rob or Robert. But to win an election, I'm Beto. I'm Beto. Now, listen, I'm never going to run for office. Is that wrong, though? What? I mean, sometimes you got to do, you know, win in row. Again, it's just, it's just. It's deceitful. Sneaky? It's deceitful. It's lying. It's misleading. It's uh, a politician. All of those things. I know. No way. I know. That's why we can't stand them. You're right. But Garrett, right. what's in a name? Identity. Mm, exactly. That's the identity politics, like that. David Garcia. That's why in the news yesterday, Art Del Cueto uh, from the National Border Patrol Council. We had him on the show last week in Washington D.C. Uh-huh. He said, "Do not vote for David Garcia just because he's Hispanic. Don't do it." And he, this dude's playing the Hispanic card. David Garcia, who's running for governor as a Democrat here in this state, and is getting smoked right now by Ducey. Don't let it stop you from voting. Um, he was even called out by Democratic strategists in Arizona for using the Hispanic uh, uh, the, the Hispanic card. Way too much. Way too much. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he went by uh, what Rob, Robert, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, this, so again, I'm not, I'm not going to run for office because it's just too much fun being on the radio, right? Yeah. 
but all of a sudden, if I like, you know, if I'm running in a district or something and I needed the Jewish vote, you think all of a sudden I'm going to go by my Hebrew name? You know, my friends and family called me Yaakov from day one. Like Spiranov? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yes, like that. Everybody else said it too in their heads as they're driving. Yes. So, yeah, that, that's, what, like that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, yeah, that's, that's the ticket I'm going to play. Excellent, right? Hey, Fantastic. Who what? are you voting for this, uh, this year? Oh, the, the vodka guy. He's the best. The Yakov guy. Yeah, there you go. Which uh, it's just the dumbest the dumbest stuff ever. Ever. What? There's nothing wrong with that. With Except what? the fact that it's dumb. Yes. Yeah, well. Uh-huh. I'm aware of it. What? What's your any coughing? You all right? You you okay over there? You're right? You gonna be okay? I got some bad air. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Um, I want you to hear Angus King really quick before we go to break. We have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, by the way, Mark Napier was the sheriff. Mark Napier was on Fox and Friends this morning, uh, and he was on Fox and Friends exposing uh, the dopes on the Pima County supervisors. Uh, Supervisor Dick Elias. Again, we only have three hours and thirty-eight minutes left in the show. I can't say Richard; it takes too long, so we call him Dick for short. So Dick Elias, led by him. Uh, Ramon Valdez, I was told by a, a Hispanic lady to call him, what is it, Romancito? Romancito? Romancito. Romancito. Ramen? 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 Because apparently he doesn't like that, which I think is funny. And Sharon the Driver Bronson, who said women back when it comes to driving at least 50, 60 years by driving into a wall of water and never getting a drug test or an alcohol test and ruining a county taxpayer-funded vehicle. Those three idiots. Anyway, Napier got on there and, and tore into, uh, you know, tore into his own. He said his piece. Let's put it that way. Mark is not, and listen, I like Mark. Nice guy. We don't agree on everything. Um, I would be a bit more aggressive. Shocker. I know. Uh, but at least he's getting out there. Now it's being uh, known throughout the country. How stupid. Those morons, Dick, Sharon, and Ramon. Ramon, Ramoncito. There you go. Uh, how stupid they are. And again, I think we, I'll take credit for that because we started exposing it even more last week in Washington, D.C. And next thing you know, they're talking about it all throughout um, this event where we were, where there were 50 or 60 talk shows from around the country. And then we have Art Del Cueto and then Jessica Vaughn from Center for Immigration Studies talking about it. And was, just so, floored. So they, they are being, what's that? They were just floored. Yes, they were. And, and it's being spread around how dumb and incompetent and stupid these idiots that are the supervisors are. You know, we'll play them when we get back. Okay. So he was on Fox and Friends this morning, and uh, and he made his case of how, um, my words, dumb and stupid, they were for sh- turning down grant money from the federal government because they hate wa- uh, they hate Donald Trump. And now we're going to have uh, drugs and uh, human traffickers able to walk in much more freely right across our border. Isn't that nice? And, uh, thank- you can thank Dick Elias for that, Supervisor Dick Elias where he is earning that name every single day. Uh, all right, you know, we'll, we'll come back, we'll get to this. The, the, uh, we'll, this incredible um, 9-11 uh, coverage from yesterday. You had Joe Scarborough walking back his stupid article. Good luck with that, kind of, kind of, not really, but kind of. Now, we had one gentleman, we played the soundbite yesterday, where he said, stop politicizing 9-11. Stop politicizing the deaths of these people. Well, we had another analogy, another uh, senator comparing 9-11 to something. You'll hear it when we get back. 6.40 this morning, we'll get into the story about the, uh, the Republican candidate almost being uh, stabbed 
by a crazy, crazy lunatic that is a hardcore dem. You have to hear about that story. That's coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST has your shot at a trip to Al Rio Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword CASINO to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's CASINO to 200-200. Thank you for hanging out. Happy uh, Trump Day. It's already Wednesday. It is flying right by, and shockingly enough, by the way, going to be hot. Uh, It feels okay now. 74. Going to be 103 and sunny today. Supposed to hit 105 for Saturday. 105 for Saturday. Right? Isn't that crazy? That incredible? So, uh, this uh, this is something else that is just really incredible. Beer Club for Men tomorrow. Beer Club for Men tomorrow. That's that's what's happening. Beer Club for Men at Mr. Ron's tomorrow night, 5 to 7. I'll be there. I hope to see you there. I, if you come up and ask me, if you come up and ask me, I will tell you the Jeff Flake story. We have that to talk about. Um, there's, there's a lot that we need to talk, especially what we're going to do, 710, the uh, racist. Is it racist? I think it's stupid. Stupid homework assignment by Tucson teacher. We'll get to all that stuff. Uh, first, I want you to hear really quick, Angus King. Oh, yeah. Angus King, he calls himself an independent. He's a Democrat. Yeah, I'm an independent. He's a senator from Maine. And he was uh, telling a crowd, this is how insane they are. Again, they are politicizing 9-11 like there's no tomorrow. And he did it yesterday, which was 9-11. He compared Russian hacking, right? Russian hacking to 9-11. Listen to this. Here we go. That was, I would argue, the beginning of an attack that's continuing today. They use airplanes into towers. Now people can use the click of a computer key in St. Petersburg, Russia, to attack. Oh. It's an attack that continues, and it's the same kind of attack today that occurred in 2001. Same kind of attack. So when you click the button, did the Russians kill 3,000 Americans? I'm curious about that. Did that happen? I don't think that happened. They didn't kill 3,000 Americans. Uh, is he so upset that a click of a button from Google could have actually influenced the voting? Trying to get out Hispanics to vote for Hillary? That came out. We know it. We talked about it yesterday. No. That's why they're all full of crap. 633. All right, when we come back. Um, this is really insane. I mean, we played a soundbite a couple days ago. Was it yes? No, it was Monday. Maxi, crazy Maxine Waters. Mad Maxine was uh, bragging about how she loves threatening Trump supporters. Loves it. Right? Well, now we have violence. A Republican candidate fended off a guy that was trying to stab him simply because he's a Republican. I will tell you about that coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. Agree, disagree. It doesn't matter. As long as you think that he's good looking. And <laughs> just playing. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Word. How you doing? Everything good? Happy Trump Day. 640, Garrett Lewis with you. Now, there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, and we'll get into this. Okay? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, a Republican candidate out in California uh, was about to be stabbed. Was about to be stabbed by a, a nut job with a switchblade. That's right. Nut job with a switchblade. 
I'll get you a Democrat. Oh, yeah, but Republicans do the violence. I'll get you info on that in a minute. Second thing that I think you need to know, a TUSD middle school teacher has been suspended. And we'll get into this at 710 uh, for a homework assignment given where the teacher told the students, uh, I want you to analyze an Ice Cube rap song that talks about uh, drugs, sex, and I'm not a, you know I'm not a prude. Drugs, sex, uh, violence, shooting, uh, mocking cops, not liking cops, all that. What a great homework assignment, huh? Third thing that I think you need to know. Oh, you know, this is a big one, actually. I didn't chance to do it yesterday. Uh, as you hear all this negative stuff toward Trump and things like that, I just want you to know uh, there was a Rasmussen poll done. Done every day. Just two days ago. Trump's Rasmussen rating was at 48%. Now, on September 10th, 2010, the same exact date of Obama's presidency, it was at 42%. So Trump was at six points higher, six points higher in approval ratings than Obama. But all you hear from the news is, oh, he's terrible. He's underwater. He's this, he's that, blah, blah. Did they say that about Obama? Is that a big story? Three things I think you need uh, to know. So this is a this is a crazy story that's coming out of California. Um. There And you know, look look at all the violence that's taken place, right? Look at all the violence that's taken place with, with, the, with the Democrats. Maxine Waters, they, they show up, they shout down Kirsten Nielsen in a restaurant. Uh, one restaurant kicked out Sarah Sanders. Maxine Waters said, this is good, get in their face, don't let them rest, you don't belong here, you can't be... Wait, that's crazy, right? It's crazy. That actually happened. You know what I know. Yet all you hear from the media is, you know, Trump at the rallies. When, when the crowd yells, CNN sucks. One day a journalist is going to die. No, what, because we think you suck doesn't mean we're going to kill you, you idiots. Yet you had Republicans shot up playing softball, uh, baseball. It's funny how that kind of after like three, four days got swept under the rug, right? I mean, you literally had Capitol Hill police officers and Republicans, and they were with Republicans on the ball field, Targeted by a crazy Bernie supporter. Literally shot him. So, there's a story about a 35-year-old man that was arrested named Farzad Fazeli. He apparently had a switchblade. I guess it didn't open up correctly, which is, thank God for that. He was going to stab a Republican congressional candidate. This guy, Randy Peters, he's the Republican candidate. He's running against an incumbent, Eric Swalwell, who, if you've ever seen him, I mean, he is like a human liar. I mean, everything he says is literally insane. He goes on all the networks. I'll give me goes on Fox and he literally it's like he just is not in touch with reality. What he says is insane, insane. Witnesses say they told police that this guy, Farzad Fazeli, approached the Republican Peters aggressively while he was at the Castro Valley Fall Festival. And apparently, he started cursing about President Trump, about Republicans, made horrible remarks about him. And then police say that Fazeli then tried attacking this Randy Peters with a switchblade knife, but again failed because the knife malfunctioned. Then Peters reportedly engaged in a physical confrontation until his Fazeli fled the scene. Apparently, he used like a, a campaign sign to kind of get him away. And I mean, I don't blame him. San Jose Mercury News reported Fazeli was initially arrested on suspicion of felony assault, criminal assault, a criminal threats, 
Brandishing a weapon, possession of a switchblade knife. Remember Cory Booker a couple months ago? We could play the soundbite. He urged people to get up in the face of congressional members. Right? You have that. Mad Maxine bragging. We play the soundbites on Monday. Mad Maxine. Remember what she did? She started bragging to a crowd. Oh, this is great that we get in there and threaten the Trump protesters, the Trump Trump supporters. Yo, this is great. I threaten Trump supporters all the matter. Can you find Brian? Can you find that Maxine Waters clip if you don't mind, where she literally threatened? She she admitted it. She literally admitted. It. Shouldn't this be a big story? If a Democrat, can you imagine if a Republican Trump supporter tried to stab a Democrat, a Democratic candidate? Can you imagine what the headlines would be? Do you remember at a Trump rally? There was some old man who just got mad. There was a, a, an anti-Trump guy protesting. This was before Trump won the election. There was, a, there was some Trump guy, anti-Trump guy in the crowd, and the security was leading him out. And this old guy, remember, he kind of threw an elbow at him. And it was a stupid thing to do. And the media led with that. Oh my, And they acted as if this guy literally took out a knife and stabbed him. And they... And, you might as well have been. Look at that guy. This is the kind of stuff that happens at Trump events. He exit on. He does this. He does that. You're not hearing anybody in the media condemn Maxine Waters for what she said just two days ago. Remember this? Here we go. We don't ask permission to protest. That's right. We That's protest. Right. Yeah. We protest. When we understand that we have to make America hear us and see us and understand that we all have something to say. And so I probably uh, will have a conversation with Diane and we'll talk Diane about Feinstein. it. Yeah. And I'll, um, I'll say to her, Diane, remember, uh, there are those who said uh, that we lacked civility when I got up and talked about uh, the president's cabinet. And I said, if you see him anywhere, <laughs> if you see him at a restaurant, if you see him in a department store, even at a gasoline station, just tell him you're not welcome here anywhere. And so it frightened a lot of people. And of course, the line president said that I had threatened all of his constituents. I did not threaten his constituents, his supporters. Uh, I do that all the time, but I didn't do it that time. (laughs) I wonder if the uh, fake conservative writer who now writes for the New York Times, Brett Stevens, he's right for the Wall Street Journal, hates Trump, if he's going to say something like, well, now Maxine Waters and the Democrats will have blood on their hands, because he wrote a whole column a couple weeks ago about how Trump will have blood on his hands if a journal, when a journalist is killed by a Trump supporter. All the rallies the president does, tens of thousands of people show up to every single one, and they can yell and give the finger to the media. So the media thinks, us. Oh, has anybody actually been attacked? Assaulted? They were actually taking selfies with Jim Acosta at CNN, I've seen at rallies. So now you have this, this guy literally um, tried to stab a Republican candidate. And it gets better. So this guy took out a knife, right? Took out a knife, tried to stab this candidate. Uh, there's a, a picture of him on Facebook with a Clinton Gore 96 shirt on, which is nice. You want to hear something even better? He tweeted out this Farzad Fazeli. How do I know it's him? Because a picture of him and his Twitter handle is Farzad Fazeli, his name. He tweeted out March 24th. At the Oakland March for Our Lives. Yee! So he bragged about going to the March for Our Lives event. 
So he's anti-gun. He wants gun control, but he whipped out a switchblade and tried to stab a Republican candidate for Congress. Yeah. Now, he put a lot of posts on Facebook, by the way. A lot of posts on Facebook. This one is the day after the shooting in Florida, the school shooting in Florida, Stoneham Douglas High School. You ready for this one? What this Farzad Fazeli wrote the day after? When you murder 17 children of God and your capo Don Trump, white militia spokesman unofficial, still bows down to the NRA and stays silent. Meanwhile, street gangs have a code to clean house if a, me- if a member murders, rapes, etc. Who is the lesser of two evils? Code of conduct, politicians, and the street code is to self-regulate since our government won't govern and punish untouchables. In the street, everyone is touchable. If faulty, checks and balances. And Don Trump won't clean his own house, so he's too dirty to know right from wrong. Impeach, incarcerate him before more children die. P.S. Complacency is worse than being a shooter. So it's cool to clean house, and uh, politicians are untouchable. And was he cleaning house by wanting to get rid of the Republican taking on the Democrat? How do you say you're against violence? Is it only gun violence you're against? How do you say you're against violence? And you go to the big March for Their Lives thing, which is, you know, for gun control. But then in your mind, because you're depraved and sick and twisted, you whip out a knife and you want to stab someone to death. I'm against gun violence, but knife violence I'm totally for. I'm okay with that. I will, I will gut you like a pig. I won't shoot you, but I'll stab you. This is the other side. Now, he's responsible for his own actions. But again, as the media tries to blame Trump for every kind of piece of violence that hasn't happened, but they're hoping it happens so they can say it again, will they condemn Maxine for encouraging it? Probably not. Will Joe Scarborough or Mika's face, will they say anything about it? Probably not. Probably not. Why should they, right? 651 now on KNST AIM 790. There's actually more craziness. Uh, there was another mass shooting threat. You know where this mass shooting threat actually took place? Where, where somebody threatened to shoot up? Do you, do you know? Well, I'll tell you about that in five. Don't go anywhere. And it's 710 this morning. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about the TUSD uh, homework assignment about analyzing an Ice Cube violent rap song. Smart power. It's KNST. All right, 707 on this Trump Day. What is up with you? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, 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 yes. And there are three things that I think you need uh, to know. Number one, a nut job Democratic guy who is against gun violence, took out a switchblade and tried to stab a Republican candidate for Congress in California. But the Trump supporters are the ones that do the violence, right? They're the ones that are going to do something. This is another another episode of violence. You know this is not getting a lot of play, but there was a, a Republican office in Wyoming set on fire a few weeks ago. Set on fire! Actually, it was last week. Set on fire! But who who is uh, who is committing the violence? Yeah, dude tried to stab him with a switchblade. Thank God the switchblade didn't open. Big Democrat, big supporter of Hillary, the rest of them. Oh yeah, uh, that will get ignored. And again, will will the media blame Maxine Waters and other Democrats for wanting people to get in the face of others? And we'll see. Second thing that I think you know it's not going to happen. Second thing I think you need to know. We'll talk about this in a second. A TUSD teacher sent home uh, a homework assignment to seventh graders. 
analyze an Ice Cube song. All about sex, all about uh, not liking cops, violence, drugs. What the hell is that about? Third thing, I think you need to know, man, oh man, oh man. Um, and this is this is another one. So on September 10th, in Obama's second year of presidency, he had a 42% approval rating from Rasmussen. Same exact date, September 10th, a couple days ago, Trump had a 48%. So he's six points higher. Yet all you hear from the media is how bad Trump is. He's underwater. He's this, he's that. He's He has better ratings than Obama did. You don't hear that, do you? Three things I think you need uh, to know. So you ever hear that song by Ice Cube? Um, Today was a good day. Today was a good day. Apparently, that that, that song came out with like 92, 93, something like that. I mean, it's old. 25 years old, for God's sakes. Holy crap. I can't believe I I can say that. Remember that song came out? You know, it's, there's some interesting lines. Messed around like MJ. Messed around. I got a triple double. Uh, we could read some of the lyrics. Is that if a you combo want. number two? What well, Michael Jordan? Oh, he was you know because he was on top of the NBA at that point. Anyway, um, this teacher from a uh, TUSD middle school decided to uh, tell the seventh grade students. I don't know if it's a man or a woman teacher. Uh, I want you to examine this rap song. Um, what is the point of that? Do you have any idea? Because I don't. And I am mad. And I'm no prude, for God's sakes. I think that you listen to the show. You know what I'm talking about. You want to listen to that song? You listen to that song. Is it is it necessary to have a homework assignment from school? Hell no! So, um, seventh grade students at, and this was originally reported by KOLD, Tucson News Now. Seventh grade students at Utterback Middle School told their parents, hey, Look what we have to do. We have to evaluate. Uh, evaluate. It says here the students were asked to evaluate theme in the lyrics of Ice Cubes. It was a good day. And one parent put on social media, "What teacher would think this is okay to send home with students?" Of course, they were going to remain anonymous. Now, uh, apparently, one of the teachers, uh, one of the parents of one of the kids, said the teacher is very popular with the students. Of course, when you have crap assignments like this that don't seem like they're real work, of course you're going to be popular, right? Sure, they're very nice. You think you're cool? And before I even tell you the lyrics, this is what makes me mad. You have kids nowadays in school thinking socialism is okay, right? They don't know history. They think socialism is okay. This is another example of of the education sucking. And you teachers want more money? Red for ed? Things like that? I know not every teacher is doing this. I get it. I get it. Listen. Was your mic on? <laughs> yes, you of course. suck. Turn your mic off. I'm Who not, are you? I'm not in front of the board. It doesn't matter. Stop yelling at her. Stop sneezing. So anyway, you teachers want more money when this happens. And it's not just this assignment, by the way. It's, again, kids don't know history. They don't know what actually happens in the government. They get brainwashed. We had a caller, Ryan. We didn't get a chance to take the caller because he was off topic. There was a person that called in yesterday saying they go back to school to become a teacher, right? Yes. And, and he said that, uh, what do you say, though, some of the lessons that kids are being taught at TUSD were about white privilege, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You uh, talked to him. I didn't. I just saw your notes. What was the, um, 
It was white. But there was all these all these other things that I mean, it's just like so the stuff they were teaching at, in high school about white privilege and this that, and the other. I forgot the phrase you used. They're they're teaching in uh, English one hundred and two. Really? Yeah. Or 202, whatever, okay. how that works. And here's the thing. If you teachers are like, I, how dare you, Garrett? I work my butt off. We don't make that much money. Blah, 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 blah. Not my fault. This is one random teacher. You can't blame us all. Who's doing the curriculum? Who's in charge of this? Who okays this? Uh, it's not just the teacher's fault, by the way. It's also TUSD, the school board, 275 school, the, the board that gives directives for curriculum and things like that. This is a big problem. Kids are coming out more ignorant every single year. Right? Every single year. And you want more money and don't give me this crap. Well, that's not me. Well, then teachers need to out these other garbage teachers. That's what happens in the real world. I'm like, I'm over this stuff. I'm over it. Teacher sends home this assignment. Analyze this freaking Ice Cube song. All right, you want to know what some of the lyrics are? You want to know what some of the lyrics are? And I can't read them all. I got to censor myself. Um... Just waking up in the morning, got to thank God. Oh, there, at least that's good. I don't know, but to say, today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no smog. Mama cooked breakfast with no hog. Got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a, cur- a call from a girl. I want to dig out. Really? And if you don't think seventh graders know, of course they know what this stuff is, right? Right? So he wants to, a girl that wants to dig out, hooked it up. For later, as I hit the door, thinking, will I live another 24? I got to go because I got me a drop top. Anyway, all this stuff. Had to stop at a red light, looking in my mirror, not a jacker in sight. Everything is tight. I got a beep from Kim, and she could bleep all night. So we have that. Uh, Drove to the pad and hit the showers. Didn't even get no static from the cowards. Because just yesterday, them fools tried to blast me, saw the police, and they rolled right past me, no flexing, didn't even look in an N-word's direction as I ran the intersection. Whose house did he go to, though? Uh, Short Dog's house. What does that even mean? What was he doing there, though? What was Short oh, Dog doing says, there? What? They were, uh, they were playing craps. And, and what? what was Roll the them TV? in a circle, N-word, and, and yo MTV raps from back in the day. Exactly. So we have all that. You want more? You know, uh, here's left the, my here, left, left my right. N words house pad house paid left my N words house paid picked up a girl been trying to bleep since the twelfth grade. It's ironic. I had the brew. She had the chronic. The Lakers beat the Supersonics, which never happens. Well, they don't exist anymore. They're now the Oklahoma City Thunder. Whatever. I felt on the. I mean, I can't even read this on the air. Took us. Yeah, pulled out the. Okay, I can't even. My thing runs so deep, I can't even, I can't even, yeah. This is what was given out, huh? Uh, what else do we have? Dropped off the girl, blah, blah, blah. I can't read this stuff. It's it's dirty. Drunk as hell, but not throwing up. Halfway home in my pager, that's old this is, still blowing up. Today, I didn't even have to use my AK. I got to say it was a good day. Now, if you compare that to a, a a popular rapper from today named Lil Pump, who everybody's Lil, I know, I don't Lil know why. this, Lil that, you fit right in. Shut your mouth. Sorry, uh, but I mean, look at the lyrics on left and right, right here on the screen, and it's night and day. It's almost like Ice Cube wrote a uh, a soliloquy. Mm-hmm. 
as compared to little pumps. So they happen. Like this, this is the stuff that Gucci happens. Gang. Yes. They, yes. Oh God. Ugh. So it, this just all stinks. And and this is this is again this is a homework assignment. Now the teacher apparently has been suspended. They're investigating. Um. Yeah, it's probably it was. Should this teacher be fired? I don't know. Are they really good teacher? I don't know. I just look at this, and I'm sure you're ignoring all the good things teachers do. That's what you you do. No, but I'm not though. Again, when kid, why is it this is okay, and maybe this is not okay, but socialism can't be ripped up in school. I have teachers that come to the beer club for men, which I'll be there tomorrow night, Mister Ron's five to seven, Oracle and Rudisville. They tell me about all these crazy things, and uh, that, that not just teachers teach, but are at schools. I've been given pictures of you know pro open border stuff on schools. All this stuff. And you want more money from me? You get out of here. I, you know, you're not earning it right now. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Carl, welcome to KNST. Hello, Carl. Hello, Carl. Ryan, take over. Hit the board, please. That's good. No, it's not. We don't hear anything. Hang on a second, Carl. Okay, Carl, welcome to okay. KNST. Hi, Carl. Good morning, little Garrett. How are you? Uh, <laughs> little G. You're, the time is ticking, my friend. A little red. Little, the little time key. is ticking. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to let you know. Uh, the only reason that a that a teacher sends home an art assignment like that is because they feel the art has something important to say. Uh, well, that teacher's so dumb. Instance, well, the the teacher might have might have thought to themselves, you know, this uh this piece this amazing piece of of quote unquote music by this rap artist, yeah. you know. It really teaches us something about black people in the culture, to which I say, oh, that's, um, that doesn't seem like a good thing to, to like, learn well, about. Well, why would you make that comment right there, that it teaches something about black people? That had nothing to do with it, that I think. Well, you know, you might be right. I, I can't get into the head of the teacher too much. The, the idea here is, you know, the teacher thinks that the rap song has something important to say, whether it's about cops about the experience that some people have well that's uh, stupid this this is just utterly dumb there's nothing there's nothing in this that's productive and kids are you, are you a teacher by the way no sir uh, i'm merely a doctorate okay so you're saying listen when i was in school we read to kill a mockingbird we read huck finn yeah. um we did that kind of stuff and analyzed it now all of a sudden ice cube rap songs where he's talking about banging chicks left and right really Oh yeah, really. That's that's what some people feel is important. And, and, and okay, so an important artistic comment to make. So are you just saying that's what the thinking was, or are you defending it, saying that you can understand why they did it? No, I think it's total garbage to send something okay. like that home with kids. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, I agree really. With you. What what kind of art and culture do you want to promote? Uh, That's the question that we should be asking in our school. Well, thank, and thank you very much. Um, I think this is garbage, to be honest with you. You know what's funny? This was sent home, but I guarantee, uh, and, and I, again, I don't know this teacher from anything, but I'm willing to bet, like $7 maybe, maybe 10 All right. that if there was a student that brought up Donald Trump being great and illegal immigration needs to stop, that this teacher would probably say that's offensive you can't say that, blah, 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 blah. You know, these are two different things, though. But they're not. But they're not. That's the kitchen. And y- yeah. why? Well, no, no. Okay. No. Go why ahead. would Go. that be offensive? But this freaking Ice Cube song, mm-hmm. which is just, it's garbage. Like Carl said, if you if you look this objectively as an art piece, it's a snapshot. It's no, not. Don't interrupt me. To the me. black community? No. Really? This is Ice Cube's day in the hood. 
He wrote about his perfect day in the hood. This is him fantasizing about having a great day in the okay, hood. Okay, and what does that have to do with anything? Well, you know, nothing. It, it, hang apply- on, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with it, Ryan. You could say that. What I'm saying, you're saying it's two different things. If somebody says Trump's great, illegal immigration uh-huh. is bad, uh-huh. they probably send him to the principal's office in that school. Maybe. And this, the t- and maybe the teacher would. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher sends this crap home, mm-hmm. and it's in the mind, in the mind of the teacher, it's okay. It's a snapshot of the life and I'm times of this into, person. I'm going into the teacher's mindset of okay. saying what offends the teacher All right. is anything probably pro-Trump. I'm just guessing right now. Okay. And and you know, if you're against open borders, if you want to wall up, you're probably a jerk and offensive. But hey, in my mind, I think that's bad. And then this is Ice Cube, Ice Cube song. I think this is great. I think I'm, this is great. You should analyze it. I'm not saying it's okay. I don't okay. give a crap about the teacher's mind and analyze this as an art piece. This is not art. This is garbage. This is. I don't mind. Listen, I like rap music, certain certain rap songs, mm-hmm. but this is garbage. And then it, it's school. You want to listen to this on your own? Go listen on your own. This does not help kids figure out how to get a job in the real world. I agree. What the history is like, anything like that. Not of those creative dance, but people take it anyways, and they actually pay for it. Right? That's in college. I'm talking about public school. <laughs> I'm talking about that. So now, Adelita Grijalva, Raul's daughter, mm-hmm. weighed in on this. Do you know what she said about this? I will tell you about it in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. R and I, where women, of course, are always welcome. Mr. Ons, 5 to 7, I'll be there. Uh, I hope you can join me. There's a lot of stuff we need to talk to about this. Now, we'll, we'll get your calls, 880-KNST, 880-5678. But I have other things I need to talk about as well, including, um, including and this is, this is kind of a crazy story, but I like it a lot. Um, you know how there are certain people that are very offended by things. You know, there are certain, and this is not all Hispanics or not all Mexican-Americans, but they get offended if somebody that's not Mexican-American or Hispanic is celebrating Cinco de Mayo, wearing a sombrero on Cinco de Mayo, uh, whatever, right? You're appropriating my culture. Well, guess what? I've always been against that. But now I think the, the Mexican-American population has a gigantic reason to be upset with America. A huge reason to be upset. You never thought I'd say this, but this is finally a reason for even the radical, the Metro group, the radicals to have a problem with America. And I will tell you about that coming up. You got to hear it in about six minutes. But since we're talking about Mr. Ons for the beer club for men, oh my goodness gracious, tomorrow night I'll be at the beer club. It's a week early because they have an event going on next Thursday, so the restaurant is closed to the public. So I hope you can join me tomorrow. I'll tell you about the Jeff Flake situation, the story that was told me I can't say it on the air, uh, more about uh, the, these these dopes, Operation Stone Garden. Holy crap. Maybe I'll even see if Sheriff Napier can come out and people can talk to Napier about that stuff. I think that'd be a good thing, right? That'd be a good thing. So I'll find out if Napier can maybe show up. And explain some stuff to some people. Uh, And it's all about, by the way, Mr. On's Great Happy Hour. It's from 4 until 8. It's extended every Thursday in honor of KNST. And I'll be there from 5 to 7. $2 beers from 5 to 6. Great deals, as you know this, on appetizers, sushi. You can't beat it. And then you can get, like, the regular food, which, you know, when Ryan and I were there a few weeks ago, we had the land and sea. We didn't share. It wasn't like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But we could have. It's so huge. But you, you don't touch my food. Please? It's so good. The filet, the shrimp, the fried rice. It's so delicious. The food there is so good. Happy hour tomorrow night. I'll be there for the beer club for men meeting. And don't always, don't forget, it's a great place to go on a date night celebration. Kids love it. People love it. They sit around the Tepon table and you have a good time. But we'll be in the dedicated bar area, the patio. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow night, Mr. Ons, beer club for men. I'll see you tomorrow night from 5 to 7. Ask your wife. Do it. 741. Thanks for hanging out. 
Three things I think you need to know. Number one, a uh, crazy Democratic supporter tried to stab with a switchblade, mind you, a Republican candidate for Congress, and he was cursing out Trump at the same time. But hey, it's the Trump supporters that uh, that that are going to do the violence, according to the media, right? Yeah, this happened in California. Insane, man. Insane. Second thing I think you need to know, Tucson middle school teacher, Utterback Middle School, uh, now being looked at. Nothing will happen, of course. And People make mistakes. I get it. But it's just the overall view of things. Sent home a homework assignment for the seventh graders to analyze Ice Cube's song, It Was a Good Day. What? So the teacher is now being uh, investigated. They're analyzed. Yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Third thing. I, but again, to me, you want money? Really? Third thing I think you need to know is that Obama on September 10th, 2010, second year of his presidency, 42% approval on Rasmussen. Trump, September 10th, 2018, second year of presidency, 48% approval. Yet all you hear from the media is how much he stinks and people don't like him and he's underwater. They didn't say that when Obama was there, did they? How'd that work out? Eh? Well, whatever. Three things I think you need to know. Before I tell you why uh, Mexican-Americans and Hispanics can finally be mad at America, let's go to Bob. Bob, welcome to KNST. Hi, Bob. How you doing? What's up, Bob? Um, yeah, I'm a 30 year teacher, 30 plus. I'm an old person. That's so okay. Anyway. That's all right. <laughs> this this teacher on the surface of the story, the material used is wrong. It's not appropriate even for high school. Okay. Now, based on that, if you want to create controversy and get the kids to think the idea is probably good, the method that he went about doing it. The other thing is. You want them to analyze something based on what? What are they analyzing? Can't just say go home and analyze this. That's garbage. Yeah. What does it mean? What's the point of this? Yeah, you know, and I've taught history, government, and I throw out ideas and I've thrown out controversial things where I, you know, getting the kids to think, getting the kids to relate to what was history then, what is history now, what's happening now in context, and not revisionist history, but this is what was going on then. Here we are now. Now compare the differences, compare and contrast. Something like that is is fine, but you've got to find the right medium to do it. You know, and, and that's, it, you know, so you were a history teacher. And again, that's why I get frustrated because, listen, teachers are underpaid. But when I hear this stuff about, you know, and it's not every teacher, but I know it happens more than it doesn't. Um, kids are coming out more ignorant of things in the world today because of political correctness and people's political views. I, I, you know, do people even talk about socialism and the dangers of it, or are teachers afraid to criticize socialism? Oh, yeah, you know, I've taught economics. I've shown kids how to save money, and in 30 years, you know, a $20,000 investment is now $300,000. You know, that things they need to know within the curriculum. I think today, the hardest part today is trying to get that hook. There's so much stuff out there that... I'm just guessing this teacher is trying to get a hook into the kids, but at, at what expense? You know, the, the medium was wrong, and, you know, and, and what are you comparing it and contrasting it to? Is it a free speech? I don't even know what the subject this teacher taught, English or yeah. social studies, whatever. I think it was language like, arts or something, but I'm like, yeah, again, what, 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 what could it be? Could it be like what well, the caller said, you know, insight into, I guess, maybe the inner city of a black community and... What's the point of that? What are you promoting? Just going around having sex and doing drugs and getting high all day? I don't get it. <clears throat> yeah, again, you know, that's, it's one of those things where you've got to have a, 
you've got to narrow that context down as to what are you looking for, not just analyze. You can't what you analyze it against, and that's that's what I would like to know. And regardless of that, though, there's other other um, sources out there you can use to create that controversy in a student's mind to to start thinking. Um, especially, but the other problem is the seventh grade. These kids are now going from concrete to abstract. So you've got to be really careful in what they, you know, the concrete, two plus two is four versus the abstract. Why is two plus two four? Yeah, you know, well, that's common kind of so, yeah. so you've got you've got to be careful because their brains at middle school, and I taught middle school for 25 years plus, eighth grade, you've got to be real careful in what you throw at them. Really quick, what, what should happen to this teacher? I think on, on the, you know what, it's, not knowing everything, I, my opinion would be you pull them in, you're going to sit there, and you want to look what's their plans, and if they come up with these ideas, you know, what materials are you using? Because if the idea was to create um, the thinking and a little controversy, that's fine, but how are you going to do it? And you make sure it's damn age appropriate. There you go. Bob, thank I you. I don't think you should be fired, but yeah. Yeah, yeah no, again, I, people make mistakes. I get it. It's okay. But this is just... When you want more money from me, that, that's the issue. Bob, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Uh, 747 now on KNST AM 790. Now, you can comment with more if you'd like about that. Uh, the teacher, whatever. It is what it is. It's just, it pisses me off. However, this is big news right here. Okay? You have um, Hispanics, some Hispanics, some Mexican-Americans. They get very upset if they see somebody that's not that celebrating Cinco de Mayo, you're appropriating my culture, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And whatever, I'm like, it's a free country. Like, it's okay. We're, we can do these things. You can do what you want. I do what I want. Stop being so sensitive. But now I have a, there's an actual reason why Mexican-Americans, Hispanics, should be very upset with this country. Taco Bell has been voted the best Mexican restaurant in America. Taco Bell. I would be pissed. I'm, I'm not Mexican. I'm pissed. It's like voting... Olive Garden, the best Italian food, or... It is. Oh. It's not? That's like voting DiGiorno, the best pizza, or Papa John's, or any... A Harris poll was done nationwide, and they surveyed more than 77,000 customers in America on more than 3,000 brands to find out which companies are the favorites among consumers. Best Mexican restaurant, Taco Bell. And I joke around because growing up on Long Island, when I did, all we had was like two Mexican restaurants, and they didn't do very well. They're never very busy. Now it's totally different. Uh, but Taco, I joked around, Taco Bell was my first Mexican restaurant. And I used to go there and get like a, you know, when I was skinny and you could eat a 12-pack of tacos by yourself. Like mm-hmm. it was nothing. Mm-hmm. I actually had Taco Bell last time about 10, 11 years ago, and I almost threw up because it's just gross. Well, they pushed a line for Mexican food. They really do push the boundaries in the envelope. I mean, where else can you get a chalupa? Yeah, that's, you know, again, if you're an actual Mexican-American, are you not offended by this? I am. I'm offended by this. I feel fine about it. Because we joke around that uh, with people, hey, well, you didn't go to Chipotle, get real Mexican food? Really? They have a taco made out of Doritos. What's wrong with your voice right now? I don't know. Stop I'm talking. You're making my again. eyes tear. You're making my <laughs> eyes tear, man. Second puberty. It's killing me. It's killing me. Uh, best coffee shop? 
Krispy Kreme. What? You know, this this right here is what makes me, oh, best sandwich shop? Subway? Oh. Get it your way every time. As a guy that grew up with delis, this is making, <laughs> this survey is making me thirsty. You know, and just, this is, this makes me not like America so much. <laughs> this makes me realize oh, we should be analyzing Ice Cube. Oh, it may, not like Amer- Americans. This makes, best, you ready? Best TV news. The Weather Channel. I'm not making it up. I'm not making it up. This is, this is so good. This is fantastic. People. Oh, God. So anyway, when Taco Bell is named the best Mexican food place in America, there are problems. I'm just saying there are problems. All right. That's all I have. We'll get, we have more. We need to get to the stabbing guy. Uh, there's, there's so much. Oh, you know what we need to get to at 810? The story about a controversial football game where one principal claimed that there was racism. He was upset at the USA chant going on at a American high school football game. That's coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What's up? 808, it's Trump Day. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you so much for hanging out. You doing all right? You, you don't get suns out. It's going to be another hot day today. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, number one, a Democratic, uh, I, I, just a guy that happens to be a Democrat, hates Republicans, uh, took out a switchblade and tried to stab a Republican candidate for Congress in California. Tried to stab the guy. But I thought Trump supporters do violence and things like that. Yeah. Have you seen this in the news? Has it been covered nationally? I don't I don't think so. Has not not really so much. Oh no, surprise. Surprise, surprise on that one, right? Yeah. Second thing that I think you need to know, a TUSD middle school teacher. Yes, Tucson Unified School District middle teacher. Now being talked to, investigated by who knows what, uh, by his bosses or her bosses, whatever this teacher is, because this smart teacher told his seventh grade students to uh, send home the lyrics of Ice Cubes, It Was a Good Day, sex, violence, anti-cop stuff, drugs, you name it. Analyze these lyrics and uh, tell me what they mean or something like that. Evaluate the theme. What is it? What does that even mean? I, You know, it, it almost seems like he wanted to point out, apparently, I mean, this is just how it is, almost like a PC white privilege thing where it's like, this is what happens in the community. Are you kidding me right now? So anyway, you have that. Third thing, I think you need to, they're being talked to, this teacher right now, being talked to, Utterbeck, Utterbeck High, Middle School, rather way, Utterbeck Middle School. Third thing that I think you need to know, and this, I think, is kind of a big deal because it puts things in perspective. The media tells you Trump's underwater, he's in trouble, he's terrible, things like that, right? Well, well, September 10th, 2010, Obama's second year in presidency, 42% approval rating in Rasmussen. September 10th, 2018, Trump's second year as president, 48%. Six points higher. Would you ever have thought that? Would you ever have thought that with the way the media reports? Probably not. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So... We have some crazy things going on in California. I know you're surprised by that, right? You ever think to yourself, USA chants would be offensive? If you're Hispanic, listen, we have tons of Hispanic listeners, tons of Mexican-American listeners. 
does the USA chant offend you? Now, you listen to the station, so I'd say probably not. I mean, you're American, right? If you're Irish, if you're Italian, if you're Polish, you're Hungarian, whatever the hell it is, would a USA, Hungarian American, would a USA chant offend you? Probably not, right? Probably not. I would hope not, for God's sakes, right? Well, um, let me tell you something. A couple of California high schools were squaring off on the football field. And one of the schools told their students, hey, dress up. This is very important. Dress up uh, in, in very patriotic stuff. We're going we're gonna to be in patriotic theme for the football game. Is that so bad, patriotic theme in the football game? I don't think so. This is in Orange County, California. Two principals had kind of different... Different, uh, I guess, reviews, reports as to what happened. One principal accused fans of this other team holding signs that says, we love white and build the wall. Now, it sounds bad, right? We love white? Build the wall? What the what? The two high schools, Aliso Niguel High School, if I pronounced that correctly, and Santa Ana High School. They played Friday night. Santa Ana's principal, Jeff Bishop, he's the uh, snowflake. He accused the other team that hosted him of giving his school a racist welcome. He put that on Facebook. He said he saw fans holding up signs that says, we love white, build the wall, and chanting USA, USA. He said there were various other politically and racially charged statements. That's what he put on Facebook. We love white. Well, Garrett, how can you say that that's not bad? We love white. What's going on? You know what he left out? He left out the signs that also said, we love blue, we love red, because it was a, it, the other school that hosted them. They were told, it's, we're going to have a patriotic theme night. So they had a sign that said, we love white, we love red, we love blue. So he left out that detail in his Facebook post, this Jeff Bishop, the um, high school principal. See, the Aliso Niguel principal, that was the host team, Denny Christensen, pushed back. And said, yeah, students were wearing we love red, we love blue signs as well. Huh. In a statement, Elisa Niguel principal, Denny Christensen, told CBS Los Angeles that the other principal, Jeff Bishop, came to Elisa Niguel's sideline after the first quarter. This is what the principal said. The other principal came to me and reported his students and fans had seen the sign referencing President Trump before the game and a sign that said, we love red, we love white, we love blue, along with our students arriving dressed in red, white, and blue. He felt the entire atmosphere was inhospitable to his school and community. It's in America, right? I mean, I know it's California, but so far, it's still part of America. This other, the, the hosting principal, Denny Christensen, said, she, anybody else from her school? Um, none, nobody saw the build the wall signs this guy claimed he saw. Nobody saw the build the wall sign except for that other principal who left out in his Facebook post the we love blue, we love red as well. There were, however, this principal, Denny Christensen, she did say, I think it's short for Denise, she did say she saw two politically charged posters. One of them, it said, bring back Obama. The other one said, we're going to trump you. Those were the two politically charged posters that she saw. So both were removed. 
All right. Again, ahead of the game, Aliso Niguel's team posted a message on Instagram encouraging fans to wear red, white, and blue for the game. CBS in Los Angeles said Jeff Bishop, the other principal that was very upset, told the Orange County Register he didn't clearly see the wording on the signs because they were way up in the bleachers. So even though he didn't see the signs, he claims they were racist. And he said he heard a small number of kids say, it's not a great day to be a Mexican now, is it? And his response, he said, was, oh, hell no. Now, nobody else witnessed this except this principal with the chip on the shoulder. Oh, and there were more things that this principal said as well, by the way. Oh, yeah. Apparently, um, the principal was, again, not happy, was offended by the USA chants. Nobody else saw the build the wall sign. I said that. Nobody else saw that. Um, but the principal said, I told, he told the Orange County Register, going back to thinking what he told the other principal, I told her, you're playing Americans. You're playing dreamers. Oh, I don't understand the USA pride thing when you score. And if I hear it one more time, I am walking off the field with the team. That's what he told the other principal. Yeah, I don't understand the USA pride thing. Why does that have to be there, USA Pride? It's crazy. So now, apparently, it's offensive to have pride in America. And if you do have pride in America, it means you must be white and not like Hispanics or something like that. That's a question. I mean, that, that, how else do you take that? That's what this dope thinks. What's wrong with having pride in America? Uh, CBS News reports... About 99% of students enrolled at Santa Ana High, which was the hosting team. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the visiting team. It says here, roughly 99% of students enrolled at Santa Ana High School are Latino. Compared with Aliso Niguel, where about 56% of the students are white, 19% are Latino. And well, that was according to the LA Times. So they think they did that to basically stick it to kids that are Hispanic, even though they're American. I, in Orange County, California. I love the only signs that the other principal saw were bring back Obama, which obviously is a shot at Trump. And they got to take it away. And then we will Trump you. Oh, there's that song, right? We will Trump you. Exactly. We yeah. will, we will Trump by, you. By Queen. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this one of the most insane things you've ever heard? 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know what they equate now? And this is what's sad. You know it's true. They, create, they equate USA pride to the... White pride, which, of course, the white pride is what? Racism and stuff like that, so we're, we're told. But if you have black pride, Hispanic pride, this pride, that pride, it's okay. White pride, automatically racist. Automatically white power and those kinds of things. Dude, this is, uh, this is California. That's what they're doing. And again, nobody else saw the signs except for that other principal. Funny how that works. Wouldn't you think that people take pictures of their phones, take pictures of everything, and stick it up on social media somewhere? I don't understand uh, this whole USA chant. Very, very, you're offending my students that go to an American high school. Why are they offended? And why are they doing the same kind of chant? They certainly can. They qualify. I, hey, I, I believe, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. American high school team? Hey, Both of them are? Dude, again, you're not hearing any complaints from me. None. Zero zip. Zilch. Okay. Oh, I have more. Oh, I have more. Uh, Twitter. Twitter has decided to put out, apparently, what, what they decide is a hateful term. 
And I guess they can't use it anymore. You can't use it if you're on Twitter. I will tell you what that is. Then we've talked about Sheriff Napier as well. Sheriff Napier was on Fox and Friends this morning at about uh, 4.40, 4.45 in the morning or so. I was, of course, wide awake. Uh, by then, my second cup of coffee was down. Every Oh, yeah, we're all good. And he was talking about the Operation Stone Garden stuff. So now it's getting nationally out there. How stupid. Uh, Supervisor Dick Elias, Supervisor Sharon the Driver Bronson, and Supervisor Ramon, Ramonista, what is it, Ramonista? I don't even, Ramoncita, Ramoncita Valadez are by literally turning down a million bucks from the government and uh, saying we don't want extra protection for an area of the country where over 40% of the drugs flow through. I mean, why not, right? All because they hate Trump. So we'll, we'll get into that as well. Don't go anywhere. We'll, back, we'll, be, we'll continue in five. You don't want to miss it. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. KNST has your shot at a trip to Our iHeart Radio Music Festival. Text the keyword DICE to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info, standard data, and message rate supply. That's DICE to 200-200. Oh, yes, 827. Thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 103 for the high today. Uh, I know it's still today, but tomorrow at 710, Allie Miller... Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller is going to join me because there's even more. Right? You think this Operation Stone Garden is bad? Uh, the fact that the Pima County Supervisors rejected it. Again, the three, uh, Dick Elias, Sharon the Driver, and uh, Ramon Valdez. They rejected the money, so we're going to be much more susceptible uh, for drug runners, traffickers, human traffickers, drug traffickers, anyway, illegal aliens. We don't know who the, who the hell these people are. Coming right through our uh, border and again, about f- over forty percent of the drugs in the country that enter the country enter right here through Tucson. Yay! So we have that. So she's going to join us because there's even more. Um, there's more shenanigans going on with Pima County and the people in charge. They're trying to make us less safe. Now they're screwing with Border Patrol. Oh yeah, tomorrow morning seven ten. Don't miss it. Okay, do not miss it. Holy smokes. It, it, the hits just keep on coming, don't they? They just keep on coming. And by the way, uh, Pima County Sheriff Mark Napier, um, he, was, uh, he was on Fox and Friends this morning at about 4.45 or so local time, and he's bringing it out again about this whole situation, about what happened with these supervisors rejecting the Stone Garden Fund's money from the federal government that they give to counties all over the country. And that money is going to go to some other county now to help them get even more safe and get them things that they need. And these dopey three members of the Pima County Supervisors Board, what they're doing is uh, they think they're sticking it to Trump, which is like, it's freaking comical already, right? It's, it's just, it's absolutely comical. So it's now kind of going national, and it should. And we, tar- we were talking about it last week when we were in Washington, D.C., and there were people, national figures, that were asking us questions about this on the air and off the air. And they were literally... Literally amazed by the stupidity. I, so now, hopefully, and I listen, the sheriff is the sheriff. We agree on things and disagree on things. I think he needs to be tougher. I think he needs to be um, much more accusatory. He seems to want to just get along with these, but I got to get along. I got to get Seems like he wants to get along with them because that, you know, it's just in him. And maybe he's just not as mean as me. I don't, I don't know. But when it comes to this, I think you have to have a. It's not, I guess he's just different, but I think you need to be a little bit more fired up, be a bit more passion about what's going on and call them out in, in ways. And I'm glad that he actually did it, by the way. 
I'm glad that he did it on national TV. It needs to happen more, but he needs to be even, you know, I don't know. Fire in the belly. And I'm sure he does. He's just, he's not me and I get it. And that's fine. But man, it's just crazy, isn't it? Just, just freaking crazy. Uh, so we'll talk to Allie about the other shenanigans that are going on. Um, and I'll send a text to the sheriff and, and find out if he maybe can show up at the beer club tomorrow night from five to seven at Mr. Ron's to find out exactly, uh, to answer questions that you have maybe, right? About what's going on with this whole situation. Hang on. Let's go to Bill quickly. Bill, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Hey, I, I was just wondering if you ever found out what uh, Congresswoman McSally's call sign was. Uh, no, I have no idea. She won't talk to me. Uh, that's a shame because let's say it was call sign Viper. Maybe she could uh, rally the troops and uh, get some troops on the border because 40%, that's a lot of trafficking, isn't it's, it? it? It's a ton of trafficking, right? You'd think, by the way, that after this news has come out about this stuff, that maybe it, it, it's, I'm trying to think if it's her district or not, but I don't, I don't think it's her district, but you'd think she'd be fired up that anything, Southern Arizona is more susceptible now, but I haven't heard anything from Martha or Martha's camp about this. Well, as I recall, every time there's a major league forest fire, they call in hot shots from all over the country. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Garrett. Thank you. Take care. I appreciate it. It's, it's a good point. Why isn't Martha all fired up about this? Or her, you know, it's again, here we go. Her people. Her, she tweeted 20 minutes ago about a re- letter requesting Defense Appropriations Conference Committee fully funding $144 million to accelerate re-winging of the A-10 fleet. It's all about the A-10. It's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. But it's all about the A-10. What about, again, actually calling out the dopes that are making us less safe? Nothing. Nothing, man. I. By the way, uh, apparently Twitter, and we'll get into this more also, Twitter has said uh, that the term, are you, are you ready for it? Illegal alien is hateful. Mm-hmm. They told this to the Center for Immigration Studies, and we had Jessica Vaughn on last week from there when we were in Washington, D.C. Center for Immigration Studies tweeted out, Twitter is not allowing us to promote any tweets, including the phrase illegal aliens, citing it as hateful content. However, the phrase illegal aliens has been used in both federal law and by the Supreme Court. From Arizona v. U.S. in 2012, there is no reason Arizona cannot make it a state crime for a removable alien or any illegal alien, for that matter, to remain present in Arizona. How about that? Uh, they give another example. Title 8 of the U.S. Code, Section 1365. The Attorney General shall reimburse a state for the costs incurred by the state for the imprisonment of any illegal alien or Cuban national who is convicted of a felony by such state. There are a whole bunch more. Yet Twitter said, nope, we can't take your money to promote your tweet because you have hateful content because of the word illegal alien. Can't make up that stuff. All right. We're going to continue um, more on that because how can you not? Uh, and then I, since yesterday was 9-11, it's not just about 9-11-01, but 9-11-12 in Benghazi. I didn't know this. Do you know what happened to the heroes of Benghazi, the ones that went in to try to save the Americans? Do you know what Obama and Hillary did to these people? Wait till you hear it. It's coming up. First, Granite Planet. Granite Planet, First Avenue near Glen. You want to make your kitchen, your bath great again? You want to make it fantastic? granite planet from something as small as just replacing the countertops and they have a granite yard you walk around granite planet at first avenue in glen you walk first avenue near glen you walk around there, you see the slabs of granite even remnant pieces that could be great for hall bathrooms 
You have slabs of marble there. They have quartz inside. They, you could do that. It's in and out. Boom, boom, boom. The owner's a general contractor. He and his crew do all the work. No subcontractors. It's very safe, trustworthy, you name it. They're great people. It's a family-run business. You want, you want cabinetry? They have cabinetry. You want backsplash? You want tile? You want these beautiful sinks they have? Faucets? They have it all at Granite Planet. It's one-stop shopping. It is so easy and affordable to make your kitchen or bath great again. My wife right now is working with Kelly, the owner's daughter, on making our bathroom great again. We've had friends that got an island done. Quartz on it. It looks fantastic. Granite Planet. Make it so easy and affordable. I'm telling you, do it. You'll add value to your home, but more importantly, you'll love it. Find out more. Call 747-1008. Go to graniteplanetaz.com. All right, 843, three things I think you need to know. Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST AM 790. Number one, a crazy Democrat tried to whip out a switchblade and stab a Republican candidate for Congress in California. Thank God the switchblade malfunctioned. But this is what you have, the violence. The violence will have more evidence of that in the next hour. Second thing I think you need to know, media is ignoring that, by the way. Second thing that I think you need to know is that TUSD, they are uh, apparently now getting wind of a teacher that told seventh graders for homework, Go analyze Ice Cubes. It was a good day song. Yeah, horrible language. The N-word, by the way. Uh, you know, talking about having sex with uh, different chicks. And I'm no prude, by the way. But what does this have to do with homework? Drugs, booze, anti-cop. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, according to an OH uh, Predictive Analytics, it's a polling company here in Arizona in the Phoenix area, McSally now has a three-point lead on Kirsten Cinema. We talked about it being one yesterday through a different poll. Now it's a three. Kirsten Cinema led in the, in the primaries, which means nothing. It's going to be a wipeout. I'm just telling you. Three things I think you need to know. So yesterday, 9-11, it's not just about 9-11-01 with the 3, 000, almost 3,000 Americans dying. And, I mean, it's just, and the heroism that took place and the, uh, uh, the disgustingness that took place as well. It's, it's about what happened in Benghazi, too. And yesterday on Hannity's show on Fox News Channel, I was shocked, shocked that I heard this. You know what happened with Benghazi in 2012, right? Of course, uh, you had four Americans under assault. And Obama and Hillary knew about it. Obama actually went to bed. Fox News, they had the story. Obama went to bed that day. After they killed Gaddafi, they had no idea what was going to happen afterwards. Um, And there were uh, terror cells. And they were targeting that compound where the Americans were. For a long time, as a matter of fact, Hillary was Secretary of State, and there was evidence of the 11 hours of Hillary being grilled. It came out. We could even play the sound bites. There were over 600 requests from Hillary to provide additional security for these Americans, and Obama and Hillary ignored it. I don't know why they wouldn't want to give security to Americans. I don't know why, but they didn't do it. Ambassador Chris Stevens and three others murdered by terrorists on 9-11-2012. There was a 13-hour battle, and Obama slept. And you want to, they want to say Trump is a terrible president, and you got to be kidding me, right? So I found out another detail. Jason Chaffetz was a member of Congress at the time. Now he is a Fox News contributor. Jason Chaffetz actually said, because there were Americans that showed up to try to help those other Americans out. 13-hour battle. 13-hour battle, gunfire. They could get no backup. As a matter of fact, there were Americans hours away in Europe, and they were told, stand down. Stand down. Insane. So the heroes of Benghazi, do you know what happened to them? The ones that tried to help, you've seen them on, on, on TV, uh, Tonto, all these other guys, right? Tyrone Woods, all the, right? The heroes of Benghazi, do you know what happened to them? They were fired. I didn't know this. 
Let, throw me up over there, Ryan, if you don't mind. This is what Jason Chaffetz said last night on Hannity. Here we go. You know what happened when they actually got home? Those people saved dozens of Americans' lives. When they got home, you know what the State Department and Hillary Clinton's clerk did? They took away their security clearance so that they couldn't get a job. It was wow. unbelievable. Didn't they make them sign non I mean, that's how they treated these guys. Didn't they? Sign sure. non-disclosures. They when, they got, when they were there in Germany, when they were there in Germany, they didn't send them home. They didn't offer them plane tickets. They were just told, you're released. They had to pay for their own tickets to get home. Those are American heroes. And they want to say Obama's this great guy and blah, blah, blah. How could you do that? You have no soul? Obama and Hillary? She wanted to be president? Trump's getting the remains of our dead from North Korea sent here. He moved the embassy in Israel. He kicked a Nazi out of the country that's been living here for 70 years. That Obama and Bush didn't, he didn't kick him out. Holy crap. They fired. They said, you get your own, you're, you're fired. You're no longer with us. And they were stranded in Germany to pay for their own plane tickets home. And they put their lives on the line. They saved dozens of Americans after those four were killed in Benghazi. It's just, it's sickening. It's absolutely sickening. And by the way, play Angus King one more time. Angus King uh, is a senator from Maine. He's an independent, but he's actually a Democrat, big Democrat, number 78. Yesterday, on 9-11, another genius comparing something to 9-11. Here we go. That is, I would argue, the beginning of an attack that's continuing today. They used airplanes into towers. Now people can use the click of a computer key in St. Petersburg, Russia, to attack. It's an attack that continues, and it's the same kind of attack today that occurred in 2001. There you go. So Russians uh, hacking in and putting in fake news stories on Facebook is the same thing as terrorists flying airplanes into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and trying to hit the White House and crashing in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Same freaking thing, huh? Really? That's what you're going to go with, huh? Hmm. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Uh, By the way, an NBC News White House correspondent named Jeff Bennett, Jeff with a G, hates Trump. The president gave a hell of a speech yesterday in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. We we played some of it. We played most of it live. And the president referred to the menace of radical Islamic terrorism. Said that word. Well, this Jeff Bennett of NBC News tweeted out, Trump in Shanksville talks of U.S. troops fighting, quote, the menace of radical Islamic terrorism, end quote, a controversial campaign catchphrase he didn't use in last year's 9-11 observance. I'm sorry. Were those not radical Islamic terrorists that flew the planes into the buildings, the Pentagon? Of course they were. They're freaking radical Islamic terrorists. And this dope at NBC said it was a controversial campaign catchphrase. No, it's called the truth. Okay, genius? It's called the truth. And there's, you wonder why people hate the media. We'll get more of this stuff. Guess who the Washington Post is blaming for the hurricane? Yes, blaming that big hurricane, Florence. Guess who they're... they're one person's responsible. And you got to hear why. That's coming up. 850 KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 
I thought in the old days when he got crotchety and tired because, you know, kids sucked the soul out of you and all the fun out of you. No, just hormones. Just hormones. Wow. That's how it works. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it's just not hormones. Kids. <laughs> no, it's the hormones. Are you sure it's not kids? Well, maybe. No, it's the hormones. <laughs> you bring the kids in, Svetlana will tell them, you shut up and leave your dad alone. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it is your morning ritual with me. Where'd the music go? Where'd the music go? Where'd the music go? I just wanted to mess. We were training somebody. It's Gary Lewis on KNST AM 790. We, uh, Ryan is training uh, Alexis right now, and she looks so nervous, and she's so not used to it. Say so hi, Alexis. We're trying to say. It's your big debut. Hi, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There's Alexis for you. She looks so nervous. So Ryan and I are sitting here since Monday making fun of her. We're looking so nervous because that's what we do to make people not nervous. Just breathe. It's day one. It's not it's day, day one. Three. Day three. And so that's like day 1.5. There you go. <laughs> We've told her. Listen, there are tens of people that are listening right now. <laughs> Thank you. Tens of people. Like maybe like, you know, 22, 24 people. Who knows? And if, if you don't hear something, it's Alexis's fault. So yes. it's never going to be my fault. It's or Alexa. mine. It, no, no, not even your fault today. That would be crazy. <laughs> so uh, if there's any kind of screw up, we just want you to know it's Alexis's fault. Blame the trainer. Yes, exactly. Not the tra- the trainee. The trainee. Blame the trainee. Yes. <laughs> Blame the I trainee. told you how to do it. Why didn't you do it that exactly. way? Exactly. You should know this. But you keep telling her three things she needs to know, and they always change. I don't understand this. Telling her like 3,000 things she needs to know, <laughs> which she's like, oh my God, it was so much easier when I just turned on the radio in the car and I listened. It sounds so simple and so easy. And now you get it, right? It's difficult. We just make it yeah, look it's easier. Coming along. It's coming right? along. It's, if you want to say so. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you for, uh, for putting up with us. So there are three things, by the way, that I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, you have a Democrat nuts. There's some guy who hates Republicans. He shows up at a, a festival in California, takes out a switchblade, tries to stab a Republican member for uh, a Republican candidate running for election, tries to stab the guy, starts cursing at Trump and tries to stab the guy. But we've been told it's the Trump supporters that always do the violent things, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Second thing that I think you need to know, a TUSD middle school teacher, Utterback Middle School, decided to tell his seventh graders or her seventh graders, they don't know who the teacher is, uh, you see this Ice Cube song? Today was a good day. Can you analyze that for me? Because that's what those kids need to do. That's why kids come out stupid today. Because those stupid assignments from these teachers, just dumb as hell, dumb as hell, pisses me off. Third thing, I think you need to know, and this is just coming out. See, again, how can there be a freaking blue wave? I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Middle class income has now hit an all-time high of 61372 bucks. So they're doing better. Why would you vote in a crotchety old Skeletor like Nancy Pelosi or the rest of them that say, we want to roll back the tax cuts? We want to take the money that is actually yours back away from you because we know what to do with it better than you. It makes no sense. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Now, what else doesn't make sense? Okay, you got this big hurricane just barreling towards the East Coast, and it's going to be bad and it's going to be terrible. You know, there used to be a time when we had many, many, many more hurricanes, but people always forget that stuff. They forget what happened two days ago. So this hurricane that is barreling down this direction, do you know who's responsible for this hurricane? According to the Washington Post, President Trump. Yep, Trump. I mean, why not? Why not? He's not responsible for the great economic news. Obama tried to take credit for that, but he is responsible for the hurricane. It was an op-ed in the Washington Post. 
insisting Trump is complicit. Complicit. Oh, how? Yeah. How? But how? Because in his mind, he doesn't think he downplays, they wrote, he downplays humans' role in increasing the risks. And he continues to dismantle efforts to address those risks. Because remember, there is, um, there is something that humans can do that actually is stronger than Mother Nature, right? No, I don't, I don't think so. You know what they're mad about also? They're mad that Trump pulled us out of the, the Paris Climate Accord, which was supposed to, according to people that aren't informed, it's supposed to help reduce the world's carbon emissions, right? Greenhouse gases, reduce it all and save everybody, blah, 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 blah. Of course, we were in it under Obama. He wanted us to be in it, and, and we were in it. And it was going to destroy business. Uh, it was going to make sure, basically, there could be no more coal-fired power plants. It was going to have us get our energy through wind turbines and things like that. Yet China and India wouldn't have to stop any of their, because they're building coal-fired uh, coal, coal factories, coal-fired power plants in China like every other week. They wouldn't have to stop anything until the year 2030. And then the best part is under this Paris Climate Accord, the countries themselves would be responsible for telling the rest of the world exactly what they're doing to cut emissions so they can make it up as they go. There was no like international scoring or one referee. It was tell us everything you've done. So it's just stupid. I mean, if, if we cut back everything, but the rest of the world didn't, do you think it would make a difference? Anyway, uh, before I get into more of the Washington Post stupid story, I want to remind you of something that I told you about a month ago, three weeks ago, whatever it might be. Um, are you ready for this? So we pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord and people said Trump's the devil, he's the worst, he's trying to kill Earth, blah, 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 or whatever, right? Well, it turns out, even though we're out of that thing, America actually led the world in reducing CO2 emissions. We led the, we're not in this. But we led the world last year in reducing CO2 emissions. The countries that are in the Paris Climate Accord actually broke their promises. In Europe, they were up, shockingly enough, huh? So we actually are down. The rest of the world is up. And by the way, this is a a BP study. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who's BP? British Petroleum. Thank you. They found in their study the European Union emissions were up overall 1.5%. Spain itself was responsible for 44% of the increase in the European Union's emissions. They're in on this. America, we yanked out. We led the world in reduction of CO2 emissions. You know what this means, right? You lead by example, Thank not you. by a piece of paper. Thank you. Exactly. And this was All this was was a scheme to make... America less rich and share our wealth, take it away from us so third world countries can have it. That's all. And we actually remember we did the quotes at the time when he was thinking of pulling out from the U.N. climate guys and they literally admitted it. I should get that damn quote again. How it was basically it was just a a scheme to 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 transfer wealth. That's all it was, was transferring our money to third world countries. That's all it was. And Obama wanted that because he didn't he doesn't think that. It's right that these other countries aren't as rich and successful as us. It's crazy. So anyway, back to the Washington Post story. Washington Post story. They basically say that since Trump apparently hates the planet and doesn't want to admit, and why should he, right? He doesn't want to admit that that apparently the, uh, the climate accord, you name it, humans have any kind of impact on... On, uh, on global warming, the weather, the change, whatever. He's responsible for this. See, because they quoted people, these very, very, very smart people, that all they do 
Remember, these, these academics, how do they make a living? They make a living by applying for grants for the National Science Foundation, National Institutes of Health, and they get a lot of money to do research on global warming because they've convinced the public, or at least some of the public is convinced, that if we don't do anything, we're all going to die. And they make up stuff in order for them to keep on making money. They get these grants so they can live on a college campus right off of it and do research. If they didn't, if people realized what a scam this was, we wouldn't waste our tax dollars on this stuff. Remember, you can go down to the, uh, the Desert Museum. You go in, you walk into the Desert Museum. I'll never forget this. You make a right. You go down like a handicap ramp. There's a little sign that's up there, like a placard. And it says, the spot you're standing in 250,000 years ago was an ocean. So I want to know what the people were driving and flying 250,000 years ago that made it go from ocean to desert. Nobody's been able to explain that to me. Whatever. So, anyway, in the Washington Post story, they have a climate researcher who, again, gets paid from you and me working really hard. Said Hurricane Harvey last year in the Houston area couldn't have produced so much rain without human-induced climate change. No actual evidence of that. Now they say Florence, Hurricane Florence is, uh, you know, feasting, growing on the warm Atlantic Ocean water. More evidence, apparently, is in the article, quote, scientists also warn climate change may be slowing the wind currents that guide hurricanes. So somehow we are slowing winds. Makes the storms more sluggish, and therefore they can linger longer over disaster zones. And you know what you love when people say, right? When people say all kinds of incredible things. Like, um, thank you guys. So they say all kinds of incredible things. Like, well, you know, there's, no, there's never been so much damage on the coast before. Like, it's record damage. Don't you know the storms are getting worse? Dude, 100 years ago, people didn't have beachfront property. They didn't live there. Now they do, because who doesn't want to live right in front of a beach, right? I mean, right on there, it's just beautiful. So when there's more stuff to break, there's going to be more damage in property. Is it really that hard? Is it really? That? So the Washington Post said Trump is responsible. They slammed the Trump administration. This is in the op-ed, you ready? With depressingly ironic timing, the Trump administration announced Tuesday a plan to roll back federal rules on methane, a potent greenhouse gas. That is the main component in natural gas. Do you remember, and you can Google this if you'd like, all the stories over the past 10 years about how people wanting you to not eat steak, cut back on beef, because cows fart. They produced lots of methane gas, and they said cows were helping warm the planet. Or stink it up. No, they didn't care about that, but you're right. They were helping the war. They're causing climate change. And, you know, again, it went from global warming to climate change because it actually has gotten colder. And just remember this. It's a lot easier to grow crops when the ground isn't frozen. Right? I mean, would you, what, would you, what do you want? Well, you know who exports the most uh, beef in the world, right? Hmm. India. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I thought yes. they're not supposed to. I thought they love the they cow. They eat sacred. the cows. They just say, they, yeah, we, they sell the cows. We, we love you. You're so sacred. We'll sell you to the rest of the world to eat. Okay, right here. No kidding. From CNN. Is it fake? August 5th, 2015. It's on the internet. It can't be fake. It can't be fake. Wow. That's, I didn't know that. But I tell you what, this topic is making me hungry. Yep. <laughs> Guess this hamburger is making me thirsty. Um, so the Washington Post, uh, and they, they literally pick and choose facts. 
And they're blaming him for this. I mean, are you kidding me right now? All right. Daily Wire had this too. They have a clip from a Forbes magazine report in 2011. The European Organization for Nuclear Research in Geneva, Switzerland, recently revealed an inverse correlation between periodic changes and sunspot activity levels. I want to bring this up too. And quantities of cosmic rays entering our atmosphere that trigger surface cooling cloud formations. Basically, natural fluctuations in solar activity are the only climate influence that matters. And that's what it comes down to. We have actually gone through a slowing. I've seen stories. There are less sunspots. You know what a sunspot is? A burst of energy from the sun, and it, it's a burst of energy, and it's so strong, it sends heat to planet Earth. And there has been a lull compared to what it's been in the past. So the sun isn't producing nearly as many sunspots. Of course, it's probably because you drive a pickup truck. No, nothing to do with it. It's what it does. It ebbs and flows. Why do you think we had the freaking Ice Age during the Revolutionary War? Why was it really warm over medieval time? What are you you doubting me on this? No, no, I love it. I love the science lesson. And I hated (laughs) science. Still do. Because it's been corrupted by a bunch of phonies that they lie to you just so they can, you know, these stupid egghead academics that can't cut it in the real world have to make up stuff to get grants approved so they can earn a living. Fake, 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 fakes. Anyway. Um, it's, it's just, it's crazy. So anyway, Trump's the devil. He's causing this to happen. Now we're going to talk about violence. Cause another thing the media has told us besides the lies about global warming violence. Yes. Don't you know, as a Trump supporter, you're probably going to commit violence. Can you tell me the last time a Trump supporter, uh, tried to stab a democratic running for Congress, a democratic, uh, candidate running for Congress? Because I can tell you the last time a Democrat supporter shot at a whole bunch of Republicans playing baseball. And I'll tell you about the switchblade that was whipped out to stab a Republican candidate in California. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. 926. Thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Remember, tomorrow morning at 710, Allie Miller is going to join me. You think this Operation Stone Guard rejection is bad by the Pima County Board of Supervisors, the three dopes, Dick Elias, Sharon the Driver, Ramoncita. Can I say that? Is that okay? Does that offend you? Shouldn't offend you. So, uh, you think that's bad? There's more that's going on in Pima County. The people running Pima County, they're trying to basically mess with border protection even more. And the Border Patrol. We'll get to that at 710 tomorrow morning. You don't want to miss that. So, if a Trump supporter whipped out a switchblade and tried to stab a Democratic candidate for Congress, you think that'd be big news? Of course. Right? It's, it's what the Democrats and the media are hoping for. They want this to happen. They want somebody, a Trump supporter, to knife someone or shoot someone or assault someone. They, they want that to happen. You know it. I know it. It's there. However, however, this happened in the opposite way. Okay, you know this, I know this. In California, yes, this this came out yesterday. There was some crazy guy that's a Democrat that hates Trump, hates Republicans. He was, and I'm not making this up, he was at an event in California, a festival. Farzad Fazeli. He was, that's, I know, Farzad Fazeli. Can I have the Farzad Fazeli, please? Farzad Fazeli, 35-year-old guy, 
took out a switchblade and tried to stab Republican candidate for Congress Rudy Peters at his campaign booth. It was at the Castro Valley Fall Festival. CBS in San Francisco reported witnesses. Witnesses said Farzelli made disparaging, profanity-laced comments cursing about the Republican Party and President Trump. And he whipped out his switchblade. Can you Google this? I got an email from someone saying switchblades are illegal in California. Yes, they are. I can tell you that. I'm from California. Fake Unfortunately. News. Sw- fake, fake news. Switchblade California law. Oh, sorry. See what happens. And there's a reason for that. So this guy tried to stab a freaking candidate for Congress because he's Republican. And yet we're told all the time, right, that, that the Trump supporters are going to kill somebody because they yell CNN sucks at the Trump rallies. Thank God the switchblade malfunctioned. I guess it didn't open. So the candidate for Congress, Rudy Peters, kind of fought back against the guy. And eventually the guy took off, but eventually he was arrested and charged with all kinds of different crimes and blah, 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 blah. Um, Assault, you name it. Everything. But the dude tried to stab him. Do you know, does it say? There are certain laws of certain things. It's kind of a mess, yes, but... uh if the blade is uh, two inches or more in length, it is a crime to possess the knife in the uh, in the passengers or drivers area of a motor vehicle. Oh my god! Or in any public place uh, open to the public, you can't carry it. Carry this switchblade upon your person or sell or offer to expose for if, sale. If it's two inches or, or longer, long. yes. I don't you know. know that is, right? I don't know how long. I don't know how long the switchblade was, but the reason I bring this up is that let's just say it was longer than two inches. Let's just let's just say okay. Then he broke the law. I'm assuming it was a switchblade-free zone, right? Yet he ignored the law. It's like gun-free zones. They don't, people that shoot up places don't follow the law. So it was a switchblade-free zone, and yet he whipped it out, did it. Yet this guy on social media pointed out that he was actually uh, taking part in the March for Our Lives rally, which is all about gun laws. They want gun control. He did this. He tweeted it out March 24th at the Oakland March for Our Lives. Yee! That's what he put down. So he's all for gun control and, and against gun violence and probably thinks we need more gun laws to stop it from happening. Yet he broke the law that already exists that says you can't have a switchblade on you. You can't whip it out. You can't stab anybody, I think, too. There's probably a law against that, I would think, even in California. Maybe an illegal alien get away with it. Nobody else. Anyway, so... Is that too much? No. Nope. Thank you. So anyway, he ignores all that stuff. And, uh, you know, gun control, no knife control. More gun laws. Yeah, there you go. And he was very upset about what happened, as everyone was, with the shooting in Florida at the Stoneham Douglas High School. Mm-hmm. But he called Trump responsible for it. He is, Trump is the white militia spokesman unofficial, according to his Facebook post. And he talks about how street gangs can govern themselves and wipe out people that do bad things. Um, and if Donald Trump won't clean his own house... He's too dirty to know right from wrong, impeach, incarcerate before more kids die, and basically saying it's street code to self-regulate since our government won't do it and punish the untouchables. Almost he wanted to self-regulate that way. So what it kind of, I this guy's I crazy. Yes, I, I yes, mean, this guy's crazy. And there's a sweet and but remember, let me th- let me throw it up. Throw me over there, Maxine Waters. Remember what she did. This is a uh, a little montage. Maxine Waters yelling at a crowd. Here we go. Can't Trump's cabinet. In a department store. Department store. 
She didn't say stab them or anything. The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They're going to absolutely harass them until they decide that they're going to tell the president, no, I can't hang with you. Here's the heckling. Here's the heckling. Hang on. Incredible, isn't it? That was the heckling of Kirsten Nielsen at a restaurant. So Maxine Waters. We'll believe another soundbite coming up, too, where she literally brags. About um, going after and promoting the uh, harassment and whatever else on Trump supporters. Is she responsible for this? The media is quick to say Trump's responsible for violence that hasn't even happened. But when this happens, of course, the person's responsible, but the media will not dare say anything about crazy Maxine. 933 will continue with that. Mr. On. Yes. Tomorrow night, I'll be at the beer club for men and Mr. Ons will talk about this. How can you not, right? Talk about Stone Garden. Talk about the other stuff that when Allie Miller is on the show tomorrow, she'll tell you about as well. We have a great beer club for men meeting tomorrow at Mr. On's. I want to hear what you have to say. Five to seven, I'll be there. Oracle and Rudisil. It's just south of Orange Grove. If you've never been there, you walk into Mr. On's, go immediately to the left, down the ramp once you go through the front door. We'll be in the patio. We'll be in the bar area. It's a beautiful area. Great specials on drinks, food. I mean, get a head start on the weekend. The weather, by the time we get down there, it's getting darker earlier. It's going to be a little bit cooler. There's misters and fans on the patio. $2 beer from 5 to 6 tomorrow night at Mr. Ron's. Happy hour goes till 8. You can even order the regular food and have it brought to you at the bar. Uh, we have a great time. I'm, you know, I love talking to people. I hope you love talking to me. Seek me out. Sometimes I can't even tell if you are a listener. Gra- don't grab me. Grab me gently. And just, just say, hey, I like your show or I don't like your show. Whatever it is. And I'll even tell some stories. We have some inside baseball stories about Jeff Flake that we can't say on the radio. But we're allowed, I'm allowed to tell you in person because I find it to be funny. And you're going to love every second of you it. You need to hear these. You need to hear it. And I'll tell you about it tomorrow night. If you go to the Beer Club for Men meeting, we're going to have a Mr. Ons 5 to 7. Find out more at MrOnTucson.com. Yes. 943, three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. This is, uh, this is very, 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 very simple. A Democrat who hates Republicans, just a guy who's a Democrat, tried to stab with a switchblade a Republican candidate running for Congress in California. And the media is not really talking about that. But if uh, Trump says the media is terrible and the people yell, they CNN sucks, all of a sudden the media is like, they want to kill us. No, they just say you suck at your job, genius. Second thing, I think you need to know. Is that too much? I see your face. Is that okay? You're right. Yeah, sure. Second thing, Alexis is here. Just it's funny when the, the newbies come, because I have no idea what their political persuasions are. It doesn't matter to me, just as long as they do the job. And I see some of the things that I say, and then I see her facial expressions. And Ryan's used to it. Doesn't Nothing faces him. What? I often wonder what people, like when you're listening right now, what facial expressions you make at some of the things that I say. Because then even after I say them, I'm like, did I just say that? Anyway. I'm pretty sure their faces are like mine, but better looking. The expressions are similar. Pretty sure everybody's... Better looking. Yeah. I'm not denying that. Okay. Same expressions. Well, you, you have to turn your mic on. That's part of the whole training. There you go. I'm having a great time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you won't in two minutes. Second thing <laughs> that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, TUSD seventh grader at Utterback Middle School decides to send home a homework assignment. Hey, kids, break down and tell me what this means, this Ice Cube song. Today was a good day where he's talking about uh, getting it on with chicks, doing drugs, getting drunk, 
not liking the cops, all this stuff. Isn't that beautiful? Great, great. That's why the kids like socialism. They come out dumb. Third thing, I and you want more money from me, huh? Third thing, I think you need to know middle class income. Oh, baby. Hit an all-time high, 61372 last year. Yet, yet Trump is doing a bad job? Like, why would you vote Democrat? Everything's going well. Let's vote these other people in to screw it up. Is, how can there be a blue How can there be a blue wave? Three things I think you need to know. All right. One more uh, from uh, Mad Maxine. Can you play the Maxine, Ryan, from, uh, what, what did we do? A couple, it was a couple days ago when she was bragging about, do we even have to actually? Because I have other things to talk about now. Do we want to? Eh. Eh. Because it's, yeah, dude, it's right there. Hang on. Stay still. 74. 74. So after this guy got violent and the media is not saying, hey, Maxine, maybe you should ease up and Cory Booker ease up on the language. No, Republicans must ease up. Democrats, not so much. Listen to this. Here we go. We don't ask permission to protest. We protest. That's right. Last weekend. Saturday. When we understand that we have to make America hear us and see us and understand that Mm -hmm. we all have something to say. Yes. And so I probably... Uh, we'll have a conversation with Diane, and Diane we'll Feinstein. talk about it. And I'll, um, I'll say to her, Diane, remember, uh, there are those who said uh, that we lacked civility mm. when I got up and talked about uh, the president's cabinet. And I said, if you see him anywhere, <laughs> if you see him at a restaurant, if you see him in a department store, even at a gasoline station, just tell him you're not welcome here anywhere. <laughs> Mm. And so it frightened a lot of people. And of course, the line president said that I had threatened all of his constituents. I did not threaten his constituents, his supporters. Uh, I do that all the time, but I didn't do it that time. (laughs) Bragging about threatening them, and then a dude goes off and tries to, to stab a Republican candidate for Congress. Can you imagine again the reaction of the media if a Republican bragged about threatening Democrats and Democratic supporters, and then a stupid person would stab one or try to stab one. Can you imagine the outrage? It'd be a lot different than what's going on here, huh? Yeah. Um, so, real quick, again, the uh, the income is moving up, right? In the middle class, 61, me- median U.S. household earned 61,372 last year, meaning half of the families in the country uh, brought in more, and half earned less. Crossing the $61,000 mark signals the American middle class may have finally earned more than it did in 1999. Isn't that crazy? Uh, but the Census Bureau says, well, hang on, though. The median income last year was not statistically different from 99 or 07. There you go. Middle class, I, I love this. Ready for this? Uh, Trudy Renwick, an assistant division chief at the Census Bureau, said, quote, we're continuing to see a shift from part-time to full-time work. So some of that could explain an increase in income. Remember, under Obama, listen, if you're a part-time job or full-time job, it still counts as a job, which is why unemployment seemed low, even though it's lower now. The government, listen, politicians make the rules. They want to put themselves in the in best light as possible, Republican or Democrat. So they, they work the system to make themselves look good. But still, more people are working full-time now than part-time under Obama. That's a big deal. So we have that. Now, there's more unbelievable news coming out right now. Um, Foxnews.com, just to change it up for a second. Here's the headline. New Stroke Page. You know, the uh, Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, 
the they were having an affair and working to the FBI and they hated Trump. They were part of the upper echelon trying to take down Trump. They lied to get uh, a warrant to spy on Trump and Trump campaign people. New stroke page texts reveal others were leaking like mad in lead up to Trump Russia probe, meaning they were leaking information to the media so they can get news stories done to then use that to justify more warrants to spy on them. Funny how that works. Yeah. So these new text messages that have been discovered reveal others were leaking like mad. That's a quote. In the run-up to the Trump-Russia collusion probe, this is according to new communications between the former lovers obtained exclusively by Fox News. There was a lengthy exchange dated December 15th, 2016. It appears to reveal a potential leak operation for political purposes. You want to know what they said? Lisa Page texted her lover, quote, Oh, remind me to tell you tomorrow about the Times doing a story about the RNC hacks. And Stroke replied to her, and more than they already did? I told you, Quinn, told me they they pulling out all the stops on some story. Is that the New York Times? Working with the FBI and leakers to try to make Trump look bad? I mean, it's right here. And they want to talk about Russia collusion? This is Democrats, the FBI, and the media colluding to take down Trump. I mean, what more? A source told Fox News the Quinn could be referring to Richard Quinn, who served as the chief of the media and investigative publicity section. In the Office of Public Affairs. Quinn hasn't commented. Peter Stroke again replied, Think our sisters have begun leaking like mad? Scorned and worried and political? They're kicking it into, uh, kicking into overdrive. And in one passage, Peter Stroke apparently misreads a reference to RNC as MC and realizing the error blames his old man eyes. We don't know who the sisters are. Sisters is an odd phrase, according to a retired FBI spokesman, John Iannarelli. It could be intelligence agency, any other federal law enforcement agency. FBI works with all of them because post 9-11, it's all about cooperation and sharing. So we don't know. So what are the leaking like mad things, right? What, what, what is this? The leaking like mad text came on the same day. The text was done on the same day that several news outlets reported American intelligence officials said they were convinced that Vladimir Putin was personally involved and approved Russian meddling in the 2016 presidential election. Days before, the New York Times published an article. It was called Russian Hackers Acted to Aid Trump in Election, U.S. says, citing senior administration officials. So they're leaking like mad. They were leaking this stuff to the Times to come up with these things. These were the senior officials. Is it not coincidence that when those texts were, were done about leaking, that all of a sudden these anonymously sourced stories came out? about Russia and Putin being involved in our elections. It was based on nothing. A story published by the New York Times weeks uh, on, uh, uh, on, on January 10, 2017, suggested Russian hackers gained limited access to the RNC, Republican National Committee. January 10th, that same year, is also the same day BuzzFeed News published the infamous anti-Trump dossier. Funny how that works, isn't it? Following the text about the sisters leaking, Stroke wrote to Page, we need to talk more about putting C reporting in our submission. They're going to declassify all of it. Lisa Page replied, I know, but they're going to declassify their stuff. How do we withhold? And they go back and forth on this stuff. C is likely in reference to classified information. They were all going after him. All going after him. Crazy stuff, isn't it? 
That's just coming out from Fox News. Just breaking news. Uh, one more about the school topic, about TUSD. Bill, welcome to KNST. Hello, Bill. Hey, Garrett. How you doing today? All right. What's happening, Bill? Hey, first thing I want to do is thank you for recommending that snake aversion training. Scooter will probably never get bit by a rattlesnake down here. That's good. From Central Pet, right? That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It worked like a charm. I mean, she was, as soon as he put it to her, it was over. We didn't even go the whole course, and he's like, that dog's trained. There you go. All right, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. we ever spent. Thank you, man. I'm glad it worked out. What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, I'm calling in about that uh, that school assignment that teacher down here assigned. Yep. yep. Um, you know, to be honest with you, it's public school. You get what you pay for. So you think if you paid more for teachers, you wouldn't get that garbage? Uh, no, I think uh, because you don't pay for school and you don't have to put any uh, effort into it, you're getting just what you're putting out for it. You think that's what? <laughs> I do. Uh, my boy, my boy, he's 15. Yeah, he's learning how to paint. He's learning how to do tile. He's learning how to be a tradesman. There you go. He, he runs around with the boss now and is learning how to run job sites at the age of 15. Yeah, things he'll actually use in life to be yeah, successful. Life, yes, he's going to be a productive citizen. God bless you. You know, he's going to help people's lives get better through the work that he does. And, and on he's top of that, yeah. this, he's 15, he's buying his second car by Christmas. Now you're just showing off. I know, huh? That's I good. can't help it. It I comes natural it. to me. There you go. There you go. But well, it is what it is. Awesome. You guys are doing a great job. I'm glad to be back down here. I'm listening to you every day. You all have a good day. And uh, love you too, Sarnia. You guys are actually all right sometimes. Ah, be good, Bill. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, son. 954, it is KNST.